Well, we did it again. We have somehow come into another week with some of the funniest, craziest, most bizarre, and possibly offensive things. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Possibly. It depends on who you are. Yeah, I mean, but there (laughs) there are... It's a minority, for sure, that could be offended. (laughs) There's not... I've often said this on the show. Like, I'm not offended for other people. Yeah. Might be one time I could uh, make an exception to it. So Yeah. And it's going to be the last thing that we talk about. It's going to be the last thing we cover tonight. That's in the in the in the biz. That's what we call a hook or a mm. tease, a little teaser. Where Jeez. we're letting you know you'll be horribly offended if you make it to the end of the show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some good ones tonight, man, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So, I think uh, yeah, let's just jump into this stupid thing and, and get it done. I like it. T-minus Here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, and liftoff. Heyo! Welcome everybody. You get the horn show. This is the big show. Tad and Jeff here. How you doing tonight, brother? Doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. I uh, tied a noose earlier today, but I Mm -hmm. untied it to be able to do the show tonight. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say next week's episode is still pending, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) we'll see what happens. We'll see Uh, what happens. Too early to tell. It's really, it's day to day, week to week for me. So, uh, mm-hmm. but we will uh, <laughs> we'll just see what we can get accomplished. And I'll tell you, I saw I saw this this clip earlier this week. And again, I, you know, just to let people know up front, sometimes we just will sit and talk about things going on. Sometimes we we have clips that we find that we that we think are interesting. If you're listening on the podcast, you can go on YouTube and see the things we're talking about. But we do describe them, so you have somewhat of a sense of some of the, the clips that we talk about. And then we'll play them, and you can hear them. Sometimes it's worth seeing them. You can go to our YouTube page, get the horn show, and uh, have a look at some of the stuff. And it's going to be it's going to be pretty good. So, uh, yeah. So this first one I saw, uh, you know, there are things like just certain things where you see, and it's kind of like, particularly when it involves kids. You have kids. I don't have kids. I feel like sometimes you see people and like they're okay with something that their kid does because it's their kid. But anyone on the outside is like, oh, I would strangle that kid. But it's kind of like, oh, you just got to make the best of it because it's your kid, right? This is that exact type of situation because in in recent years, we've been seeing more and more about gender reveal parties. This is what happens when you decide to involve your child in a gender reveal. And let's just have a look and listen. We have the parents out on the deck. Everybody's there. They have a huge balloon. This is really exciting. It's a black balloon. And what are they going to do? They're going to tell the kid, you have to pop the balloon. And we're going to see whatever the, the powder is inside, whatever the color is, right? Mm-hmm. Kid tries it, but she's scared to pop the balloon. She freaks out. Mom takes it. And she throws the dart away. And then, uh-oh. <laughs> the balloon is gone. And she completely ruined the whole thing. So, so 
essentially the kid throws the dart that they're supposed to be using the mom runs over to go grab the dart but she was holding on to the balloon she had it looked like it was weighted down but apparently it was not tied onto that weight and lets it go and the thing just now is in outer space somewhere and we still have no idea if it was a boy no or girl no idea it's gonna be a long what way to do yeah, I mean, and honestly, you know, it might be 18, 19 years before, <laughs> before we know for sure. Well, based on everything I see in the news, I, I think that's about when you figure it out. Too early, anyways, to tell these days. So, probably <laughs> yeah. for the best. Don't put any pressure on that fetus. Don't no, put let, pressure on let, the fetus. Not fair. Let the child decide. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just yeah, you give it another year or two, and it can decide on its own. You don't have to. <laughs> no pressure. But I saw that, and that's the exact type of thing, right, is where you have all your friends over. You hear the people screaming in the background, right? All mm-hmm. the friends and family, everybody's crowded around. Everybody's excited to see this. And they're like, oh, pop the balloon, honey. And she's like, oh, I'm scared. I don't know. It's a big balloon. And then uh, she freaks out, throws it, and then, yeah, the balloon is lost. No one knows. That is the kind of thing where these people that put so much emphasis on these gender reveal parties, that now is like a memory you cannot have. And it's just going to be, eventually it'll be funny, I guess, because who really cares about a gender reveal party? Like, right. at the end of the day, I mean, I'm not knocking people that have them. No. But I don't really, like, that was never a thing until recently. And it was just a just a way to have TikTok videos, basically. Sure. It's not a real need to have a gender reveal party. That's it. I mean, you already have, what What are all the different parties, right? You have, uh, uh, what's well, a baby shower? Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. If you're married, you have whatever those parties are, all the different things, wedding showers and, uh, and you know, bridal showers, bachelor yeah. parties. Right. Yeah. So it's like everything's a party. Everything's a party. And then obviously oh. when you get divorced, you have a divorce party. Oh, yeah. Uh, and of course, obviously the couple goes on their honeymoon. And then now it's like if you have a kid, chances are you're going to be getting stuff when you have the kid anyway. But now just like the idea that we know what gender the kid is is worthy of a party i mean, seems a little crazy but again people just do what they want to do for attention you know probably i said tiktok it really was facebook that would have started yeah stuff. pre-facebook sure. there were no you gender reveal parties i guarantee this. you that no. that wasn't a thing no definitely wasn't a thing i mean yeah. and it looked like um in the video like she was going to reprimand the, the poor child who was you know, just scared to pop a balloon, you know, nervous in front of all these people. So she goes yeah. to reprimand the child <laughs> in front of balloon? everyone. Yeah. You have a giant four foot like black balloon <laughs> and you're giving a child a dart and asking it to pop this huge yeah. balloon right in front of its face. Like, I wouldn't even love that idea. I'd kind of turn no, my head a little like bit. And like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this kid's funny. like four years old that you're asking to like jab this balloon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe the pressure is a little too much for a four year old. Yeah. <laughs> now we'll never know. That's right. Now we'll have no idea. Well, we don't have a way of knowing now. No, no. There's absolutely no way. Like that information's lost. The only way we mm-hmm. can find out is if there's a guy who like puts a video out and he's covered in blue or pink <laughs> dust and he's like. I don't know what it came down from the Where sky. From? Aliens? I don't know. <laughs> it's gotta be Global aliens. Global warming? <laughs> is this a biblical plague? Can <laughs> like, you imagine happening? the person that that happens to? Like, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that balloon's gonna pop. I mean, there's gotta, no getting around that. It's gonna somewhere. pop. 
You just see these blue or pink confetti just fall down from what is yeah. happening? What is going on here? This doesn't seem possible. <laughs> yeah. No, it is possible. It's possible, no, it's possible because of that child. That child. That child. Mm. That young jerk. <laughs> She seems excited to have a, a baby brother or sister, so she's pretty pumped. So. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and then uh, I'll take you to another one. People, there's mental illness in society. I mean, hmm. I think we can, I'm pretty sure we can all agree okay. to that. Okay. I see it literally on a daily basis. Uh, this is in a police station. And I'm going to show this. This guy comes in, no shirt on. He grabs hand sanitizer and just starts spraying a giant industrial drug of hand sanitizer all over himself. And I'm talking all over his chest, his back, his head, everything. Three cops have now surrounded him. And they well, tase they him. To him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they tase this guy. So... Problem is, he bursts into flames because of the alcohol in the hand sanitizer that he's covered his body with. He's rolling around on the floor of the police station covered in flames. This other guy, the cop that just came in, is just kind of staring like, well, this is weird, man. (laughs) Now they're coming in like that. Last minute. Now this guy comes in, he's trying to help. Say, bro, the fire's out. You've seen that the fire's out. There's no audio on this clip, but it would be a great one to, have, to be able to hear. But yeah, can you imagine? Now, again, maybe since this guy's a criminal, why are you letting him do this? Uh, well, the first time he goes for that, why aren't you now trying yeah. to subdue him? Here's the sad part about this, uh, Tad. This guy died from this. Did he really? I didn't even like look at the rest of it. He wow. died. He succumbed to his injuries. Presumably, I guess it was probably the in, the fire inhalation. I would assume uh, from his, you know, in, in his lungs. But yeah, this guy ended up losing Ooh. his life over this. That's terrible. And you know you what? Take... That should be a major lawsuit. I'm not someone more often than not who sides on the the idea that you know, like the, everyone should sue the government or this or that for every little thing that happens to them. But this guy came in here, no shirt on. No shoes on, not handcuffed though, and then was right. allowed to do this. And they didn't and, even attempt to stop him. They just tased right. him. And you, so you had the opportunity. There's three guys. Why was he not already <laughs> yeah. handcuffed? Exactly. And then when you see him start picking up the sanitizer, why are you not at that point tackling him or doing something to him to subdue him? Yeah. And then after you think, well, we got to get this guy down, so let's tase him. Yeah, just instantly tase him. When he puts alcohol all over himself. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. That's lazy policing. That's lazy police work right there. And then they all leave. One guy peeks around the corner like, oh, is he still on fire? Yep. Yeah. Oh, let me back out of the corner. Let me back out slowly. Yeah. You know, he, he did the uh, the Simpsons meme. Yeah. Just... Goes back into <laughs> the bushes. Yeah. And then after the fire's out, the guy, other guy comes back in like, oh, you still on fire? No, you're good. Okay, let me pretend like I'm patting you out at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the guy ends up uh, succumbing to his injuries and passing away, according to the article I read on it. So Crazy. Crazy. Can't say 100% that it's true, but um, it's all over that the guy passed away. So what a way to go. Yeah. So clearly he's either drunk or not in his right mind. And, right. and this is what we do. Yeah. 
It's got to be a better way. Got to be a better way. You would think so. And, and why just was, err on the side of handcuffs, if nothing else. Uh, I mean, sure. Like, and and, and you why got three is, guys there and you can't control them? I mean, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And why is there an industrial-sized <laughs> bottle of hand, sign, hand sanitizer just sitting on the floor, yeah. easily accessible to a guy that's clearly not in his right mind, dousing himself with it? Right. <laughs> great work, guys. Yeah. Great work. Our best and brightest. <laughs> um, <laughs> now i'll tell you i saw something too the other day that i is actually impressive it actually is great work and this i'm going to kind of explain a little bit again for our for our podcast listeners i want people to like to be able to see this this is about formula one racing and specifically because we know in sports right there's always evolution over time things get better you know Quarterback play now is crazy in comparison to what it was. The, the players are so much faster and stronger and everything that they ever used to be. This, I thought, was really, really fascinating, though, as it comes to the pit stops, right? We know in NASCAR and Formula One, they have pit stops where they change the tires, they re- refuel the, the vehicle and all of that kind of stuff. And in that time, I mean, it's not just seconds. It's tenths of seconds that count. This little clip here documents the change that has happened in Formula One, pit times. So in 1990, here's the, uh, I think it's the Ferrari team. Their pit stop here is almost nine seconds, 8.95 seconds. Ten years later, in 2000, the same team now does that same pit stop in 7.22. So they cut almost two seconds off. Go forward another 10 years in 2010. And now they're doing the same thing in 4.1 seconds. That sounds incredible, right? Went from nine to four. Now yep. 1.82 seconds in 2020. Oh 1.82. I mean, you can't. And then now 2023. How fast? 1.78. 1.78 seconds to change four tires and refuel a race car. It was almost nine seconds just in 1990. Which was still impressive to change yes. four tires and gas up <laughs> a car is pretty yeah. impressive. I had to I put my tire, my uh, car up on, um, on some, uh, some blocks um, just recently. And I'm telling you, it took me like five minutes just to get up one side of the, uh, of the car. Oh, it's so, terrible. I mean, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, these guys, to be able to take it from nine seconds to one point something, I mean, and that's just constant evolution, right? I mean, we're talking about a 30-year period of time, but it's just progressively finding ways to improve, get a little faster, get a little better, get a little bit. And and those tenths of a second, even, we're talking about the whole seconds, the tenths of a second create an edge over other teams. Yeah. And it's just incredible to be able to go through and, and accomplish, you know, that, that, that improvement over that time is, is insane. Just, yeah, the technology that goes into these cars and stuff. I still would love to know how you fill a gas. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know what they're yeah. doing or how they how does get the liquid get in gas. there. Just just like, how does it yeah. work? The gravity that quick. Yeah, just the, just the sheer gravity of it all. It's just, <laughs> yeah, the technology that goes into the stuff is is amazing. I mean, imagine going to a quick lube change and getting done in three minutes, you know, <laughs> 
Yeah. You'd be like, uh, <laughs> you're like, do I even need to get out of the car? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you sure you're done? Yeah. Like, yeah. Am I going to go down the road and all four of my tires are just going to fly <laughs> off? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible stuff, man. And they're yeah, just it's... really, really like that is a tremendous skill set. And it's something that when you're watching races, I mean, yeah, you notice like, wow, they really did that fast. But it's just, it's part of it. Every team has, you know, the pit crews and the pit stops and you, you yeah. know, that's just kind of built in. But the idea that you think like, how much faster can they go? I, yeah, mean, they're, I mean, they're almost, what are they, uh, 80, 85% faster now than they were in 1990? Yeah. How can you, can you get 85% faster again from, from where they are now? One point some seconds, 1.38 seconds? I mean, can you do it in a tenth of a second or something? There's, right. there's only so much you can pull do. in, pull out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Like, how do you, and uh, I... Yeah, how, how, and why yeah. do you even get any quicker than what you did? <laughs> yeah, is that not good enough? Because yeah. here's the thing that's crazy, right? Those people now, when they're looking at that time, all of them are trying to figure out how, how do we cut some of this down? How do we, how can we possibly, like, how can yeah. we go faster than this? How can we cut it down? Other people are going to figure it out. How do we go faster? You can't be satisfied. They can never look at that and just go, bang, that's pretty good. Like, yeah, 1.38 yeah. seconds. Nobody's beating that. It's like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, somebody will. It's going to get under board. a second. It won't be that long. Someone yeah. will do it in under a second. I can't. I can't sneeze that fast. Like <laughs> I, I just, it, it's impossible. Yeah, to do all yeah. of that in that quickly. I mean, you know, there's a ton of people around there, but still, like, just the cordon. Like, how many times a yeah. week do they practice that? Yeah, because no matter what, you got to zip every one of those lugs off the tire. You got to pull the tire. You got to put the new tire on. You got to zip every one of those lugs. There are four tires. Not to mention refueling the car. Obviously, yeah. there's not one person that's doing all of them. You see, there's a guy putting it on. There's a guy zipping it on. There's a guy pulling the tire off. It doesn't matter. Like this, there's still physical motion and movement that has right. to be done. How can you do it too much faster? Than that? I mean, even if it's just one lug, and I, I couldn't tell in that video, there was going so. I mean, they were going so fast, I couldn't <laughs> even tell how many times they would put that on. Even if it's just one lug, still get it off, get it on in that quick of a time is yeah. Unbelievable. It's amazing. No. And it, and it just tells you that like, yeah, there's this constant thing, this constant evolution, this constant grind. And you look at it across all sports and yeah, it's, it's trying to find that edge and that edge is not found in whole seconds anymore. It's fine. It's found in tenths and hundredths of seconds. That's it. Yeah. I mean, when you have all the cars that, that are equipped or supposed to be equipped, I mean, we find cheating all the time and yeah. sports racing, but everything is set up exactly the same. So every car has the same horsepower, has right. the same, you know, it's just finding that little edge and yeah, what a great way to do it in the pit stops when you can be yeah. four tenths of a second faster than the next person. And that's all the difference uh, yeah. in, in, in a win or loss. That's crazy. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> well, and you know, we're talking about constant improvement, right? And I saw a product the other day and I thought, well, this is maybe going too far. There are certain things that don't need to be improved upon. Mm-hmm. And this story is not that old. Okay. So this was in 2022. The Tropicana company. Now, if I if I say Tropicana, what do you think of? Orange juice. Yeah. So Tropicana created a cereal specifically for orange juice in 2022. 
granola based cereal. And uh, yeah, they, they actually created this. And the whole idea is, and I don't need to like go through the whole thing with you, but the whole idea is that you have a cereal made by Tropicana to have orange juice poured over it instead of milk and eat. Now, the thing that's really strange when I thought about this, obviously it sounds horrible, right? Uh Once I got past the initial desire to vomit, I started thinking about it and I thought, why though? Like, why does it sound horrible? Not why did they do it, right? That's the obvious. That's the obvious, right? The obvious is why did they do it? But beyond that, why is it horrible? Because if I ask you when people traditionally drink orange juice, it's a breakfast. So orange juice is traditionally associated with breakfast. If it's there, like what is it about milk and cereal that marries so well? Like if you didn't know anything, right? If you had not grown up eating cereal or anything else, like why would you think milk any more than orange juice? Like orange juice is something you drink at breakfast, but you would never put on cereal. But yet coffee, you could put milk in, you could put creamer in, you could put all these things. If you did all of that, you could probably pour it over cereal and it'd be perfectly good. So like, what is it about orange juice that you're just like, oh, it doesn't work. Uh, but I can tell you uh, early reviews were that it does not work. People were <laughs> not interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They I would not say like it. everything uh, wouldn't work about that. I mean, just the consistency of orange juice, the taste, the flavor profile of orange juice, you think of it as like a, a, a tangy, tart type of a, of a drink, like, yeah, that would have zero desire to mix that yeah. with any, anything. Like, I, what, what else, like, could you, do you mix with orange juice outside of maybe, like, I don't know, say, like a, a champagne or. Right. Um, well, see, the good folks at Tropicana think that it's, it's granola. Well, yeah, I mean, no, this okay, is it, okay. right? Tropicana Crunch. <laughs> like, you didn't okay. think about that one. You didn't, didn't think about think granola. About that. That's yeah, kind of the obvious. Think, when I think granola, I'm like, orange Tropicana juice. Tropicana Crunch. They're just pouring <laughs> orange juice into this bowl of what looks like granola, basically. But yes, that was a real thing, and it wasn't that long ago. Tropicana Crunch came out in 2022. Do and, you remember uh, a show we did um, many what I thought of Many, many right months away. ago, it could have even been a year ago at this yeah. point that we did about the orange juice or the orange, yeah, orange juice flavored cereal. Yes. And how awful that did. Apparently they didn't do the research no. uh, on that. We say it all the time. You got to listen to You Get the Horns. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. just tune in to You Get the Horns, we could have saved Tropicana $280 million worth of market <laughs> research that may have been spent on this product. I don't know that those are not firm numbers, but I'm just saying sure. that it's, it's likely in that ballpark. Well, it's got to be in the ballpark. Yeah. If I know the orange juice biz, the way I feel like I know the orange juice biz, then they probably spent about two eighty ish. It's usually about a quarter bill. If you're going to do any of this stuff, any good research is going to cost you a quarter of a bill. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. If you're serious, and I yeah. think the good people at Tropicana are serious. I have no reason to believe they're an unserious no. group. No. And so if that's the case, then, yeah, it's like you just you just spent a quarter billion dollars on this. And anyone mm-hmm. could have told you. We could have told you it was a mistake. But it does lead me to, to question this. 
companies are constantly trying to find the next thing. And it's not unlike what we just talked about where, you know, they're trying to find the, the best way to be faster in a pit stop, right? They're looking for that evolution, that next bit of improvement, the next bit to squeeze another dime out of the, the buying public to say, hey, we're Tropicana, we make orange juice. Can we also make cereal and then get people to use the cereal? I'll tell you this. There's a commercial that's on TV right now. And the moment, the first time that I saw this commercial, my wife and I commented on this. And it's for, I, I will not say the name of the company, but this particular company makes uh, these things that you would put in a dishwasher to clean your dishes. Right? The little dishwasher, mm-hmm. little tab tabs. Yep. Mm-hmm. There, mm-hmm. Right? And what they say on this commercial is that you save so much water by using a dishwasher that even if you don't have very many dishes, you should just run your dishwasher every night because you don't have to use water. And it features all of these couples. And you will have seen this commercial. Again, I won't say the name of the company, but you will have seen this commercial where it, it, they try to work in a little innuendo. So like, there's couples sitting on the couch and they're like, we do it every night. And then like, it's like some old people are like, we do it as often as we can. And you know, like all these days, like trying to be clever and stuff. And of course what they're talking Mm -hmm. about is running their dishwasher. So the idea here is that you save water by running your dishwasher all the time. If you only have three or four plates, it doesn't matter. Just run the dishwasher, right? You just throw in one of these tabs and then run Mm -hmm. their dishwasher. You're going to save so much in water. Well, obviously, who would want you to run the dishwasher every single night, even if you had one bowl in it? Naturally, it would be the company that is making the little detergent thing that goes mm-hmm. in the dishwasher because now you are burning through those things way faster than you ever would ordinarily if you waited for a full dishwasher load. So there's like, oh, if you just have a coffee cup, just use one of those things, just use a it's little packet fine. and just, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Of course. But that's the whole idea is that they're like, I bet 20% of the audience is so freaking stupid that they're going (laughs) to see this and be like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. Like they said it, that, that, that company, that company that I trust, Mm -hmm. I don't know why you would trust them because all they do is clean your dishes. But, uh, you know, like that, I, uh, they're a big company and they, they said, I'll save money on my water. How much I promise you. The difference. It would be like saying, every time I got a pair of dirty socks, I throw in a Tide Pod and uh, <laughs> just, I wash those socks money. right up. Yeah. <laughs> I use less water. So, yeah, of course you do. But you use way more Tide Pods. <laughs> Again, why is the messaging coming to you from the good people of Tide? They're like the only people that are benefiting from this. No scientists have come out and said like, uh, you know, there should be like an opposing view commercial that comes on afterwards. Like, sure. hey, guys, for the record, water is actually the thing that we're in shortage of. <laughs> so, like, that's the thing that we want to try to protect yeah, is the, the water. Pool. We don't really care about it from yeah. a Tide Pods or, or any other company uh, mm-hmm. perspective. Yeah. Please don't use um, your dishwasher for three plates. Please. Come on. Thank you. Think of your children. Now, yes. have you seen the new commercial uh, with the dishwashing uh, tabs that are uh, 
appealing uh, appealing to your your heartstrings where the kid takes its first step and the dad misses it because he's washing the dishes. He's washing dishes. <laughs> Dang, I miss my watch. I'm a terrible stuff. father because <laughs> I'm washing dishes. dishes. These dirty dishes. I told her I did not want to be doing dishes, and now I've ruined my relationship with my child. I was like, Bro, really? So stupid, man. Yeah. And, and the yeah. thing is, when the commercials are that stupid, how stupid do you think they think you are? That no, they're going to they run that dumb of a commercial and that yeah. you're going to respond to it. They really think you are that stupid. Oh, they, yeah. I mean, I they have, already. I think have news for you. You are most of you listening to this. Oh yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. I mean, and that's not. It's not an insult to our fine, fine listeners from the world, mm-hmm. all over the world. However, if I mean empirically, <laughs> percentages still exist. You probably are that stupid. Not all of you, but lots of you are that stupid. Listen, if you're running a dishwasher with three dirty plates or cups. <laughs> yep. Look, you probably are. We still want you to listen. We love yeah. you. Listen and, you're probably not the Listen and learn. Yeah, yeah, you're probably not like, oh. It's like the Jeff Foxworthy right. thing about like you might be a redneck. It's like, yeah. if you are uh, washing three plates, <laughs> you might be stupid. That's the, <laughs> yeah, if you're using the dishwasher for that. It's funny because that's a thing between my wife and I where I always hand wash dishes. Always. I eat. We will have dinner. And then I will immediately, I'll pick up the plates. I go in, I do the dishes. She's like, just put them in the dishwasher. The dishwasher's already, you know, it's dirty. There's stuff in there. And usually I'm like, yeah, by the time I rinse them off, and then I load these things in the dishwasher, I've already washed them. Like, it's done. The problem's done. I've solved it. And I don't even have to think about it. I rarely use a dishwasher. Well, I'm someone who could easily exist without a dishwasher. You, you use, you're using the wrong dishwasher. That's right. Because the idea is you don't even have to rinse your plates. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. No. Yeah. Just pop and them I in just, there. Yeah. Oh, tab in. Yeah. They do everything. That's yeah. it. And I'm probably the wrong person to be speaking about this because, because of the fact that I don't use a dishwasher that often. Um, I probably shouldn't be commenting on how stupid mm-hmm. people are for how often yeah. they use their dishwasher. I would use yeah. it like three or four times a year, probably, if it were just solely me. Um, because I just, I, yeah, I just, and then I have to unload the dishwasher. No, now, I will say that. this. My wife's going to listen to this episode. 99.9% of all times that the dishwasher has ever been unloaded, it was done by her. So for, <laughs> right. for, but I'm saying this not as I have to, but more in the grander eye of uh, sure. the universal eye of the person, right. the owner mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. dishwasher, then has to unload the dishwasher. Sure. I, I think we probably run ours two to three times a week, depending. So Yeah. But it's a quick for me. It's a quick rinse. My wife will essentially scrub the dishes, <laughs> and then put them in there. I'm like, huh? Like, kind he of wants to boil the them, delouse them, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's do a like bleach when you, dip, and then put them yeah. in the dishwasher. Like when you hire a house cleaner and you clean your house up before the right. house cleaner gets there. Kind of the same. <laughs> kind of the same thing. I'm like, well, we I might as well that. just wash them now, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I digress because we were talking about orange juice flavored cereal, and that's really what people want to hear about. I mean, sure. that's, yeah, that's it. I'm going to bury the lead thing? here. You know, I don't know if they're still listening. making it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if people if people are listening, they're probably very curious. Like, wait, what? What's the end result of the Tropicana Crunch yeah. cereal? Mm-hmm. 
I, I assume there were several deaths and that they stopped. <laughs> Imagine if there's got to be that. I always think there's got to be that one person that just absolutely loved it. Yes. Couldn't get enough of it. Goes to the store to buy it and so realizes that they no longer make it. I was like, what well, dang, man. You yeah. know, they finally well, made something that I uh, could enjoy. Yeah, I love this. And, and now they don't make it. Like, uh, you know, just for me, it's the pretzel M&M's. Love mm. those things, but apparently now they've stopped making them. Oh, I don't really? like any of the other remnants. Apparently, yeah, my wife said, and and we were looking for them at the store, and she's like, yeah, I think they were stopping making them. They had them uh, discounted down in some places, and I was like, oh, we should get some. And of course, they were all gone, because apparently other people realized they were no oh. longer there. And then uh, Fruit Strike Gun. Remember Fruit Strike Gun? Oh, sure, yeah, Fruit yeah. Strike. They're discontinuing it. Now you have to go on eBay to buy fruit stripe gum which is for like a little i guess you would call a case i don't even know how many comes in like a little you know cardboard right case. Little pack. 150 bucks Ooh. yeah so wow. it would normally probably cost you four or five dollars now cost you about 150 bucks because they no longer make it and everybody went in there bought them up to resell them on ebay not that I like fruit stripe gum. I mean, uh, as a kid, you liked it because, you know, sure. like, it was just the cool thing to have. Yeah. Uh, of course, the flavor left three seconds after you put it in your mouth. <laughs> so you couldn't even get cavities from fruit no, stripe gum because quick. there was, no, there was no. nothing to it. But but there was something. We talk about innovation. Like, what, can, can you not make longer lasting flavor fruit yeah. stripe gum? No, they yeah. couldn't. And they didn't no, try. They, they were like, it's good enough. Yeah. It's good. It's really, it's two things. Number one, it's probably good enough. Number two, <laughs> we're not that good at making gum. <laughs> like, we don't understand how it works. We don't yeah. know how to make it better. No. We if we could make no it clue. better for the exact same price, we would. <laughs> but we will not spend more money to make it better. No. And we will not learn yeah. how to make it better. So no. if it accidentally ends up being better one time, then great. We'll try to do it again. Yeah. But we have no, yeah. no way to know. We make gum. Do you think we have 250 bill for market and <laughs> research and development? No. Yeah, we're we, not, we got that. We're not Tide Pods. We're not uh, <laughs> Tropicana. That's right. Well, you know, look, here's the thing, right? I just looked it up, and um, you can technically still buy Tropicana Crunch. Here it is on eBay, 30 <laughs> bucks a box. <laughs> See? People bought that up on to resell it yes. on eBay. And let me tell you something. I saw other listings on here that were like $90 for <laughs> Tropicana Crunch. There it is. Cereal made for OJ. Yeah. Can you imagine such a thing? $30 for a box. Wanted to see if they had a... It just says Tropicana Crunch Honey Almond Cereal. Made for OJ. With a straw. What? Oh. So I guess you could drink it after. That's the done. idea. Must be. Yep. You know, this is for there busy people, people on the go. They don't have time to <laughs> eat Use cereal with milk. Yeah. And then anything. drink their OJ. Here's the we thing. We get it all done in one shot. I don't want to get too, too in the weeds on this. God forbid. We never do that on this show. No, no, no. But if you are a person who is going to pour orange juice over your cereal, eat the cereal. And then use a straw to drink the leftover orange juice. 
I guarantee you, you were already sitting down to breakfast with the straw because you were using it to drink the milk right. before this cereal came out. Like, this isn't a new innovation. This, like, Tropicana could have saved how many, how many millions of dollars were spent on manufacturing straws. Tropicana does not make straws. They manufactured straws. They put it in the cereal. So it comes with a straw. So you are now drinking your orange juice. Yeah. Just now bitterly with, uh, you know, granola in it. So now you get the flavor of granola in your orange yeah. juice. Because yeah. it's not like I, I couldn't even tell you the last time I had a glass of orange juice. But uh, the last time I did, I promised I did not put granola in it. Yeah, it was not granola heavy. No, huh? it, it wasn't. So All right. well, each his yeah. own. But I, listen, I'm probably not their target demographic. Probably not. Probably not. That's a great point. It's a yeah. it's a point that we could spend more time on. We won't, but you're probably <laughs> not. You're probably not. I think the target demographic for Tropicana Crunch, and again, that is cereal that has orange juice poured over it. The target demographic is cereal killers. Now, we know... <laughs> We did it on the show before, the countries with the most serial killers, and it is not a coincidence. USA was number one by a very, very large margin. Yeah. And here we go. I mean, this is something made for serial killers. Yeah. Yeah. They have a niche audience, and and they appeal to it. Good for them. That's right. Good yeah. for them. Got to know your audience. Got to know your demographic. Yeah. Now, serial killers are going to be more pissed because they got to spend $30 for a box of it. <laughs> There's be a lot of rage killings going yeah, on out there. So maybe they didn't really help the society, but here we are. Self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's move on here. So technology changing constantly. There's the constant evolution and desire for technology to change. This is a, a little thing I saw the other day, which is a theft deterrent device from the 60s for a briefcase. This gentleman is holding the briefcase, hands it off to somebody. Look at these giant spikes that come out of this thing. The guy can't let go of it. His hand is stuck under the handle. It's being crushed. They have to unlock this thing in multiple places to release his hand. <laughs> These spikes that come out of this thing are, what do you think those are? 10 feet, eight feet. They got to be eight it, feet, at least six feet. I don't know how tall that, the guy is that's doing it. Uh, yeah, the guy doesn't look super tall, but I'm going to say minimally six feet tall. Yes. Six foot giant spikes, one out of the bottom, two from the sides that just stick out. And then the hand, the, the handle draws in to crush your hand. So if you stole that from somebody, that's what gets activated. <laughs> So literally you could fit nothing else in this briefcase because it's just full <laughs> exactly. of spikes. Exactly. And if you're carrying this briefcase around, you are hoping to induce theft. Yeah, well, yeah. That'd be the only reason you'd want to carry it around because the thing probably weighs 47 pounds. <laughs> I mean, this is just what the, this is entrapment. If you're carrying this around, it's entrapment because you're luring someone into stealing it from you. They Please call it Dangerous it. Suitcase Anti-Theft System from 1961. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> that thing had to be imagine? so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Just like exhaustedly lugging it around. And here's the other thing. Uh -huh. If somebody steals the thing from you, if they turn it the wrong way, one of the spikes just goes into you. <laughs> Like it's, yeah. it's, it's great. Like if you're just at the right angle, cause this thing has a spike shoots out of the bottom two from on angles out of the sides, 
It's like, okay, well, yeah, I don't want that thing coming near me. Yeah, and if we're close enough to it, the ones that shoot out the side, yeah, probably would stab you in the neck or something, go right through you and pale you. <laughs> I just, God. it's beyond me, man. I don't understand. Like, and again, this this is early. It was 1961. Sure, they had the idea. Maybe we weren't quite sophisticated enough. <laughs> the alien technology had not kicked in for us enough yet to figure out the anti-theft deterrent. So at that time, it was six-foot spikes that just jut out of Again, <laughs> there's no usable space inside of it. You could fit, like, no. you could fit thumbtacks in there or something like that. Maybe your fruit stripe gum. You could, yeah. <laughs> you could put and a pack of fruit stripe of gum. <laughs> but those are probably shredded to pieces when that thing goes off. You're like, honey, I'm I'm heading off to my business trip in Dallas. <laughs> well, do you, do you have your suitcase back? I do. I got my underwear, my fruit stripe gun, gum, and I'm I'm heading out of here. And then yeah, they're just destroyed, destroyed. Think about a Game of Thrones. If Game of yeah. Thrones had a briefcase, that would be it. Mm-hmm. And then you, your wife's like, well, honey, you, you let me let me carry this out for you. No, no, no. Oh God. <laughs> now I have to raise three kids all by myself. <laughs> it's gonna take you six hours to get the spikes back in, <laughs> and hope you had the key to unlock her out of there. Yeah, my hand is being crushed. I don't know where the key is. I don't know. I forgot about that part of it. Usually, the spikes do the job. I forgot about the hand crushing handle. <laughs> what neighborhood do you live in, where briefcases are in heavy use? But they're being stolen with such frequency that spikes and withdrawing handles are needed. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mess around. Same people that bought the the orange juice flavored cereal bought this. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Yes, yes. I this there sometimes like you mentioned earlier, you are not the demographic for the orange juice flavor. I do not know who the demographic is for the for the unstealable briefcase unusable and unstealable briefcase yeah 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 i guess you know you know again your briefcase is not getting stolen yeah but don't have that to get it to steal so yeah it's besides the briefcase has no value no (laughs) the only people that would steal it would be people that want to steal the technology that that you (laughs) have that was able to to create those anti-theft things to use for evil <laughs> yes yeah like how could you know yeah yeah, yeah. al-qaeda gets a hold of it and now here we are <laughs> that's how it works i've seen it too many times too many times <laughs> uh man you know we talked earlier about kids with the gender reveal thing i found this clip the other day and it is it is so good i hope that i'm able to play the audio and i'm not sure that it will be allowed by youtube but i'm willing to try it it's worth <laughs> let the me risk. set the scene a daughter young girl teenager teenager is in her room She's kind of singing. She's sitting at a desk. She's probably like, uh, presumably like live streaming something. She's singing. She's on the computer. She's recording herself. She's in her bedroom. Her mother busts into the room. 
And the argument and conversation that happened here between a daughter and a mother is something that I hope none of our audience ever has to uh, go through. But let's have a listen together. I had them apple bottom jeans. Who's Singing. Her? Great voice. The whole club looking at her. She's a did you sleep with your goddamn teacher? What? Did you sleep with your teacher? Mr. Wilson? Mr. Wilson? No! Yeah! We don't care. <laughs> right away. Mr. Wilson, how many teachers? You, if, if you're like me in school, you probably had six different teachers. Instantly. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Mr. Wilson. And then the denial. Yes, you did. Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was failing chemistry. <laughs> in a span, a lot happened there, but in a span of about five seconds, it went from no, I didn't, to I was failing chemistry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're out of the house! Careful, you're out! You're out! Out! Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Um, again, I hope that was fake. I hope so too. I really want it. I really want it to be. Girl looks like she's maybe 16, 17, something like that. Sure. I mean, again, at least thankfully, not a child, right? Not a child, a true child, but still. Yes. Uh, not like. I'm laughing because of watching and the screaming and the, the hysterics. I'm not laughing about the situation. This girl has some scumbag teacher who apparently was willing to sleep with her to improve her grade. And that was her excuse and her reasoning was, Ma, I was failing chemistry. Like, what do, what do you want me to do? What the heck do you want me to do, Ma? What am I supposed to do, fail chemistry? Yeah. No, I will not fail chemistry. I'm not I a do loser. It. I don't know. I'm not a loser. I'm not a quitter. No. The last thing I'm going to let happen to me is get a poor grade in chemistry. You mm -hmm. didn't raise that type of daughter. Not going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> it's so bad. And the thing that I just, again, I pray it's not real. I'm going to work from the assumption that it's fake. And therefore, when we laugh about it, I'm laughing about it from the, from the, the perspective and idea that this isn't real. If it isn't real, really well done. Really well done. Yeah. Mom's not going to get over that one for a while. Uh, <sighs> pretty adamant. Pack your stuff. You're out of the house. You're out. And she was very vociferous about her delivery of that message. Very vocal, very loud. And then just a shared guttural screaming between the family. It only can come from people that are in the same family. There's sure. no way. There are certain things that are just in DNA that can't, like, there is no, outside of a family member, there's no way that that scream together happens. It doesn't matter if you grew up around another family, if it's a friend of your, no, there's only, that can only happen in biological families, mm -hmm. that level of scream. That synchronized screaming, yes. if you will. Yes. yes. Yeah. 
It can only happen. There's only one set of circumstances. And like, if you're not sure, like, you know, I heard, uh, we did a story a while back on 23 and me, you know, and their, their data breach and everything. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, the ancestry website, uh, I heard that they're now going to be filing bankruptcy. It looks like, and probably going out of business. Oh, good. Uh, and so we talked about that at the time, but, um, they, they could just start a new company and just like put two people in a room, have them scream like this. And then you have a pretty good feel. Oh, you're definitely related. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, or no, you are not, you are not related. You have, you have a 38% chance of being related based on the tones of your scream. <laughs> More likely your first cousins. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean that's uh that's that's all you need. And that was I th- there were so many things about the video in theory that were funny. Mom busts in, did you sleep with your teacher? Mr. Wilson? <laughs> no. Should no be the first thing that comes out versus the teacher's name? Or <laughs> or even wait, what? No, what are you talking about? Like there's no question about it. It's like, hmm. Oh, Mr. Wilson, you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm, no is what we agreed to say yeah yeah he <laughs> we said both said we no. would say no <laughs> if this came up so my answer to you mom is no 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 thanks see you at dinner <laughs> yeah meatloaf again mm, can't wait <laughs> oh, so, so crazy yeah. but hey mom, mom ain't messing around no, I think I would probably have the same reaction yeah. had that been my daughter's well. I hope so, yes. I yeah. think so. I think that is a yeah. universal reaction. I hope it's a universal reaction. I hope so. Instead because of like, if, if mom's pass. reaction was like, so you you did get an okay grade in chemistry then, <laughs> like, then that's a whole different, sure. different set of problems. Yeah. Go arrest that mother. Go arrest that mother and only let her uh, eat cereal with orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, so, okay, I'm going to move on from this. There are jobs that are inherently dangerous. Mm-hmm. This job I saw the other day, you know, a, a, a pilot in the military, obviously an incredibly dangerous job. Sure. There's no getting around that. I saw this the other day. I've seen it a couple times now. There is no way that this should be dangerous for the reason that it is. In this situation, this person, he's a, a, a pilot in the U.S. military. And we don't need to hear any sound. I'll just describe it. The guy is in the cockpit of the plane. He's on the runway. And he's just opened the, uh, the, the, the cockpit. Planes are taking off around him. And he's just sitting there. This plane comes right over him like doesn't see him i guess the wing of the plane hits directly behind this guy's head but it just so happens that the back of the plane lifts up and has like a protective area behind his head or he would have been completely decapitated this plane is like oh my god i mean it's just incredible spins the plane around and everything the force that that thing was coming oh my gosh presumably the plane had just landed so it's landing on the runway taxiing down the runway and has just like i mean smacked right into the back of this guy's head and just dumb luck that i mean thank god he hadn't even stood up like even if he had stood up to get out of the plane or something you know like done 
imagine that's the way you're you're you die like yeah. you know you're you're an air force pilot you know you yeah. kind of expect there's a lot of inherent dangers you don't expect it after you've landed it's like the guy last week that landed um jumping out of an airplane and kangaroos beat the crap out of them <laughs> like it's just not the way you expect yeah. to go not the way yeah no in the air, sure yeah, yeah you understand like yeah no okay yeah brave brave soldier like how do you how would you go and tell his widow yeah exactly yeah he got decapitated oh my gosh someone blew his plane up he's a pilot <laughs> yeah. does plane get blown up ah, no no <laughs> It was sort of a hit and run. <laughs> I don't understand. How could that happen? Yeah. If he was on the ground. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, this has to either be, uh, like, I, I would love to hear more about this or research a little more. Who who was at fault here? Like, it seems like an odd place for him to have landed, but yes. he didn't make it seem like he was in the wrong by landing right. there either. He's just so. out. Is this air traffic control? Is this like, you know, or he shouldn't have been there? Because, I mean, you saw the other planes, like, beside him that yeah. were either landing or, or getting ready to take off. Yeah, uh, that's, that is wild. Yeah. That is wild. Imagine that's the way you go out. Oh, scary, man. It's very mm. scary. Um, Then, you know, we're almost to the end, and I... I this is an interesting, this is something you want to get cultural, you want to be a more cultured, worldly yeah. person. Mm-hmm. There's something in Mexico called the Festival of the Hammers. And it is a really interesting festival. And the, the idea behind this from what we saw and learned about it is that it essentially, um, celebrates kind of the what they consider the mexican uh robin hood and and so it is it is really this exploding hammer festival it's in this area called san juan de la vega and they are known for having the festival of the exploding hammers so it's most noted for its unique exploding sledgehammer festival that's a tribute to san juanito it takes place every february Locals affix homemade explosives to heads of sledgehammers. And then then they hammer these things against metal rails and it explodes. And so uh, just to kind of give you real quick uh, view of what the festival of exploding hammers looks like. I I don't need the music. Sorry, but, uh, Look at that. <laughs> this dude. How far the hammer flies <laughs> in the air. I mean. There's a huge geez. sledgehammer and it just ejects. This massive explosion it ejects out of his hands. He gets thrown back. Boom. It was just crazy. The festival of exploding hammer. And I know there were some other ones. I'm trying to figure out if I can get in to see some of the other um, angles that they had there. See if I can find it again. But, yeah, they um, had some some great views on those. I, I'm so confused as to how this honors the Mexican <laughs> Robin Hood because obviously back in those days they didn't have exploding. Is this what he was known for? I, right. I, I was trying to figure out the 
what the tradition actually was, like how they settled upon strapping explosive to a sledgehammer and you hammer it as hard as you can into metal yeah, and have it explode. I, I'm very confused as to how this honors the Mexican Robin Hood. I love yeah. it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, sure. I want to see more of it, but I'm so confused as to how this uh, uh, honors him. Yeah, how did they determine that this is the best way? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to honor the Mexican Robin Hood. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to bring it up. I can't seem to bring up there because we do have some other angles, some other video stuff. But uh, yeah, it's not not coming up for some reason. But um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. And the thing that's great too is they've done this thing. They do it in a field outside of town. So what they say is. The celebration stems from the 17th century when the town's namesake, considered Mexico's Robin Hood, battled with the area's wealthy landowners. The modern-day celebration is a reenactment of this skirmish. Despite the concern of several groups and calls to end their tradition, the festival has continued for over 300 years. (laughs) But it is not without incident, because in 2020, they had 43 injuries at the festival. So, weird. No yeah, idea how that could have possibly yeah, yeah. be dangerous at all. <laughs> yeah, you would like, I don't think. understand. Like, I, I feel like, yeah, how many participated? 43? Because I don't <laughs> understand how you would not be injured in some sort of way by yes. doing this. Like, no, I don't definitely. I mean, just imagine the explosion in your, like, just blowing out your eardrums would <laughs> should be classified as an injury. So I don't know how every single person wasn't injured. It is definitely a uh, a thing that is ripe for injury. Uh, I do have some other angles here, some other things I was just able to bring up. Let's see if we can get these to play. Again, Festival of the Exploding Hammers in Mexico. I mean, these guys, of course they're injured. Like, the internal bleeding that's probably happening. I, swing rough. a hammer straight down with explosives, so when it explodes, they're over top of it. I mean, they are so close to this. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's insane, man. But yeah, I mean, that's what these guys do. Like, they're just going around like, this is like a, looks like a kid almost hitting this thing. Yeah. Some crazy stuff, man. Yeah, you start them small, start you them start off young, little yeah. explosion. Yeah, it's such a small charge you put in there. You don't even, <laughs> you don't even hardly know about it when you're a kid. But I mean, the, yeah, the impact from these exploding hammers, it's like the ground shakes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, you can't even see them at one point. No, they're they're just gone. (laughs) Gone. (laughs) Oof. Look at that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, all, all. Like, literally everything that's happening is just guys swinging sledgehammers that are covered in explosives. And then it looks like a bomb goes off. People always and, wonder why women live longer than men. <laughs> it's not that difficult to figure uh, out. Because you don't see any women out here swinging explosive hammers, do you? <laughs> no. No. And honestly, it's upsetting because we need more equality and women need sure. to step up in this area yes. and uh, start getting those exploding hammers. Yeah. yeah. If we have to lessen our life expectancy and, you yeah. know, let's, let's be equal in everything we do. Women can swing an exploding hammer just as well as any man can. 
if not better. I've always said, I would, I've I always would, said that. I would argue just as just as better, if not, yeah, yeah. just as good, if not better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just as better, if not good. <laughs> just as better, if not worse, but you get the point. You've actually been swinging an exploding hammer. You <laughs> Yeah, a little disoriented for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're actually going to do a, uh, uh, you know, a live on set uh, exploding hammer here probably this summer. We're working That's on right. getting out the logistics. Got to pull the permits. Uh, yeah. You know, insurance they won't just is let like you killer. do that. Yeah, they insurance. won't just let you do that anywhere, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Bureaucrats. Insurance is such a killer. I mean, you gotta, you gotta yeah. like, yeah, they want an arm and a leg literally, which uh, they're, they're convinced that you will lose both of those. <laughs> if you go to the festival of Explo- exploding hammers. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. So I think that's pretty much it. We're going to close with a, a legend making a legendary statement. Mm-hmm. Many of you may have heard of Mattress Mac, but most of you probably haven't. Mattress Mac is an old dude who is in Houston. He owns a big furniture store. We really know Mattress Mac from his gambling because Mattress Mac will go out. Like he picks a team he likes in the World Series. He'll put a million dollars, two million dollars on it. He doesn't care. He puts massive bets down. And he'll he'll create crazy videos and stuff and, you know, to hype up his bets and everything. So he's he's very well-known, very wealthy guy, obviously very successful. He just put out a new, what would you call this? Is this a new ad for Mattress Mac? I guess it's a new ad. ad, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Commercial, yeah, video, whatever. So to set the tone here for our podcast listeners, Mattress Mac is sitting at a table. Again, he looks like he's like 80. He's probably not, but he's a frail looking little old man. So he's, he's not young. No, and no by he, any stretch of the imagination is not young. No, he he's yeah. I, I, now I need to look it up. <laughs> well, he's sitting at a table and he's wearing a purple puffer coat and has a purple bandana tied around his head in front of him is a bunch of Jolly Ranchers and a styrofoam cup uh with sprite in it and um, do you have mattress max age about to turn 73 february 11th <laughs> okay about to turn 73 yeah. so everything i just told you i want you to envision a man in a purple coat and a bandana around his head and he's mixing jolly ranchers in with his sprite and he's 73 years old and he has a message for you if, uh, if you're out there and you are interested in learning here's mattress max And seeing little Kiki. Is it playing? Uh, no, not on my side. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to say anything because I wasn't sure. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you're watching uh, it yourself, huh? Yes, I'm watching myself. Okay, we're going to try that one more time. There might be some editing done in this episode. 
Okay. Did you get chopped and screwed by a competitor who said they were going to hook it up, then went ghost when it was time for your delivery? Here at Gallery Furniture, you know, we stay knocking on doors like Pepsi and Little Kiki. And you know when you cop from Gallery Furniture, in four hours or less, our delivery team is going to show up and show out because we don't do it for the clout. This is what Gallery Furniture we are all about. We can't leave you riding dirty on that hand-me-down sofa. We need you to shine so clean with that new news from Gallery Furniture. Text me, Mattress Mac, your triple OG partner from the north side at 281-844-1963. I'm going to plug you in with $600 off your purchase of $2,000 or more because a real hustler like you got to be living lavish. Gots to be Gots to be living, gots to be living lavish. Oh, <laughs> I told you, I do not get offended for other people. This might be my one exception. I mean, how much stereotyping could you possibly do in one video? Got the Jolly Ranchers and the Sprite, got the bandana. You, you put this out at the beginning of Black History Month. So obviously, you had to have done this on purpose. Uh, this is embarrassing. Mattress Mac man. does it for the children. Mattress <laughs> Mac. Mattress Mac don't care, is what he says. <laughs> no. But listen, here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna argue the opposite. Oh, okay. If if you <laughs> go for it. If you're Mattress Mac, and you see someone out there riding dirty. On a hand-me-down sofa, what are you supposed to do? You're not going to jump in just because it happens to be February? Right. Sure, I guess. The man told yeah. you he doesn't do it for the clout. At Gallery <laughs> Furniture, they don't do it for the clout. But at the end of the day, like, if I'm sitting back, if I'm Mattress Mac and I'm sitting back and I see you, some poor sucker who got chopped and screwed by a competitor, mm -hmm. and I have the ability to step in, not unlike Lil Kiki, <laughs> and I can help you in some way. I mean, that's that's on me. I got to do that. I got to help. Sure. And you got to right. do it in the most uh, stereotypical way. I understand mattress. I understand double M. I mean, if you, listen, if you want to make it a racial thing, that's fine. Yeah, that's but on we me, don't I guess. Know that's... Mattress Mac well enough yeah. to know that this could be authentic. This could be the real Mattress Mac. That's just who he is. Yeah. I mean, he's from Houston. I mean, he's from the North Side. Yeah. He's, from... <laughs> he's the OG like... partner from the North Side. He yeah. said it. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how he talks. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, what you're asking oh. him to do is not be him. Hide himself. Right. Yeah. And that is not be him. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not, not cool. me him. That ain't cool. Whew. That is, uh, that's risky. That's risky, but that's what Mattress Mac does, man. He's not afraid to take a risk. He takes his risks. Mattress Mac loves risk. He is a risk taker. He loves it. And I also think that you can't overlook the fact that he has been successful. Uh, what I really love and one of my favorite things about the Mattress Mac store is that he is, uh, his name is James McGinvale. He goes by Jim. <laughs> he's, not, he's not Mac. 
There's Which no seems appropriate for a 73-year-old <laughs> white guy who yeah. runs a mattress store. I would yes. assume that would just be his name. It's probably not even his given name. You know, you own a mattress store, you're automatically an old guy named Jim. Yeah, he's an old uh, guy named Jim. Jim McGinvale. Maginvale? <laughs> McGinvale? McGinvale? Something like that. Mattress Mac. But again, the real question is, where did Mattress Mac come from like that's the thing that's where if, if the people all the people that want to talk with mattress mac he's 72 years old people want to discuss with him but like where exactly that's what i want to find out where's the birth of mattress mac why isn't he mattress jim well it doesn't have the mattress, same ring to it doesn't yeah. ring end of his last that's name good. is mcginville Mac maybe <laughs> that's you know just throw mattress and throw mac on there you know yeah. it makes perfect sense but he couldn't that... be mattress matt <laughs> it had to be had to be mattress mac well he's a mac so what are you gonna do he's a mac i mean mac. yeah i mean to give you an idea like because we <sighs> talked about like mattress mac or jim uh jim. makes <laughs> makes very very big bets here's a good one for you 2022 mattress jim placed an unsuccessful Four and a half million dollar bet on the Cincinnati Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. The largest mobile bet in sports betting history. However, as a result of the Houston Astros winning the 2022 World Series, Mac won $75 million in total sports betting payouts. The highest total in sports betting history. There you go. Matches Matt don't care. He don't, he care. don't care. Because he's lost most of that. He turned around and has lost $9.2 million betting on the last two national championship games. <laughs> he bet $6.2 million on Alabama in 2022, and Georgia won 33-18. to 18. Mm-hmm. year later, he bet against Georgia, putting $3 million on the TCU Horned Frogs to pull the upset. <laughs> Georgia instead won 65-7. to 7. <laughs> He lost a total of uh, yeah, $9.2 million just in the last two college football championship games. But he's playing with house money because he got $75 million from that Astros win. I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, you well, can... He's printing money from his furniture store as well. Apparently, yeah. I mean, who knew that there was that much money in furniture? Well, I like, mean... Just how so... many couches you have to sell to be able to <laughs> bet... Four and a half million dollars on the Bengals to win anything ever? Sure. <laughs> That's the worst bet already in the history of bets. <laughs> exactly, I would have taken that money. Exactly. Yeah. I would have taken that yeah, bet no. all day. Absolutely. Mattress James, I, I <laughs> Mattress James, I see your four and a half million, and I raise you another four and a half million. I don't have it. But I'm not sure that the Bengals won't win. <laughs> yeah, I won't yeah, need it. <laughs> I won't need it. <laughs> oh, but man. yeah, Mattress so Mac. No other uh, competition there in the Houston area. Huh? He just he's oh. got a conglomerate over there, and you know he just he takes up all the uh, space over there. He's he got a ninety percent market share in the furniture business in Houston. He draws area. a lot of water in uh, in that area. There's no doubt about that. And uh, yeah. It is insane what he has been able to, I guess you could call it accomplish. Um, but this is an this is from Fox in Houston. <laughs> the 
the new Mattress Mac, what they call gangster commercial, announcing a new sale goes viral. And he's seemingly seen mixing what is called a called lean, which of course is uh, the drink. And of course, yeah. that drink also usually has like cough syrup and things. Like that. I was gonna say like Nyquil or something, right? I yeah. think it's something. Yeah, yeah. So, needless to say, though, mattress Mac, he's out doing his thing, and uh, and he's getting the uh, he's getting getting the attention. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he doesn't care if it's good attention, bad attention. Attention is attention, right? Everything sells furniture. That's it. Whatever moves those coat racks. (laughs) All that matters. (laughs) I got a room full of ottomans here, and I got to get them out. (laughs) Somebody give me my puffer jacket, a bandana, (laughs) and some Jolly Ranchers. That I, mean, look, says, I don't know the demographics of his business, so maybe he's speaking to his clientele, man. I mean, I just don't know. Maybe they love him so much that they're like, oh, Mac, you're crazy. You know, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. It's Not like, be. whoa, bro, you really put that out uh, during Black History Month, huh? That's no. the ad you went with. Well, he's He'd got like, a room full of yes, man. Guys, it's me. It's yeah. Mattress Mac. It's Mac. You know me. I'm your OG partner from the North Side. You can't be upset about this. Come on. Come on. Yeah, he mentions later in the video, too, that at one point in his life, he, he boxed Muhammad Ali. Hmm. I, I did. I stopped it before that. So let me just to just to finish this here. Let's let's I, 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 I would be remiss if I didn't allow Mattress Mac to say his piece. Let's let's let him finish the deal here. I hung it back little bit here so we can hear everything they had to say he wants you living lavish mm-hmm. pick up there got to be living lavish and if your credit is all f- up you know i run it like a millionaire and slim thugger pull up any gallery furniture location we're going to fight to get you financing like when i fought muhammad ali many years muhammad ago, all time let's get it okay so there's there's so many more things Oh my like, god. So there's like when I fought Muhammad Ali so many years ago. But then my favorite and maybe my favorite thing of the entire thing, and I don't know why it is, but I just love this part, is what he says right after that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna play it here. And I want you to try to hear it. Because he reminds you exactly who Muhammad Ali is. Muhammad Ali many years ago, the greatest of all time. <laughs> and I thought Muhammad Ali many years ago, the greatest of all time. Like, <laughs> so was the greatest this, of all time was many years ago? Like it's just a weird place to put that at, right? But in this scenario, you're assuming that People don't know who Muhammad Ali was. <laughs> They're watching a Mattress uh, Mac video. Okay. But it's okay. like, when I fought Muhammad Ali many years ago, greatest of all time. <laughs> and it's, are you saying that you're the second greatest of all time? Because you fought him. Mm-hmm. Now it's, hey, this is, that was that was Muhammad's time. But this is my time. This is this the is, Mac time. This, this, this is Mattress, is mattress Mac's mattress time. time. Yeah. It was yeah. Muhammad time before. Yeah. It's Mac time now. Mattress That's Mac it. is here for you. And he ain't in Mac, it for the clout. Mac needs his gap. 
Yeah, so we've gone way too long and belabored this point, but I just thought like there are like they say, you know, all all press is good press and this this is I I don't know what it is exactly, but I will say that all I see are things going viral about him, but not exactly um necessarily negative, I guess. But I do see in the Houston Chronicle Viral gangster Mattress Mac ads draws backlash for apparently promoting stereotypes and drug use. <laughs> oh, okay. So maybe that one. Maybe that one got you. Uh, that was probably, uh, you know, just the uh, the other mattress company trying to. Right. Just haters. Yeah. yeah, haters. That's all it is. <laughs> apparently there's a second video. Oh, joy. Apparently there's a second Mattress Mac video. Where he apologizes I, uh, for appropriating him. <laughs> uh, it's a good question because I don't know. I'm not sure. I do not get the feeling that Mattress Mac is a big apologist. <laughs> I just that's just the vibe I get. <laughs> I don't think you gotta worry about old mattress. Yeah. Huh. Mattress don't apologize. Yeah. He's seventy three years old in six days. What does he care? Yeah. Yeah. Mattress Mac's doing doing his thing. So anyway, we don't need to keep going on it, but I just thought it was, it was not only very funny, a lot of interesting decisions being made there. The people that greenlit this, like, I I don't, maybe he has the final say in everything and you just say, all right, man, this is what you want. (laughs) You win mattress. You win again. You win again, mattress. Uh, You rascal. Yeah. You scoundrel, you mattress Jeez. Mac, you daggone rascal, you win again. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell you. And, and you know what? He's probably going to make like an extra $10 million from this thing going viral. People complain about it, but then they're looking it up and they're talking about it. And, you know, what? it's just more. Now, he said I got 600 off 2000 right? <laughs> I don't I love can... everything about this, but I, I like that part it. of it. Yeah, I don't love his blatant racism, but. That's a pretty good deal. That's a pretty good yeah. deal. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I call it stereotype for savings, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> if, I wouldn't pay regular price. I wouldn't pay regular no. price. If I was no, paying no, regular no. price, Mac uh, would be a, a horrible, horrible racist and terribly <laughs> insulting to me. But for $600 off 2000 you don't turn that money down. Nah, That's pretty you, you, good. you just overlook. It's like uh, all the people in poverty locations that keep voting Democrat. Uh, they just <laughs> uh, still get my money, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's like 30% off. Sure, so I can, be, I can be 20% mad at him, but I'm, I'm getting yeah. 30% off. So it, it, it balances it. out. Yeah, it, it, it balances out. So. <laughs> Oh mattress. Oh, oh, oh mattress. Oh Matt. <laughs> Matty Mac. All, All right. right. Well, I think that's everything we got. God knows it's been more than enough. <laughs> been more than anyone wanted. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> the, top, the top request that we get oftentimes from our fans is give us less. Like we <laughs> We'd love, we'd love less, significantly less. less. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not none, not none, but just a lot, a lot lot less. less. Yeah. 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 None adjacent, but not none. (laughs) 
we just haven't been able to quantify it yet. So we just keep doing what we're doing. We we're got R and D on it. We're just like Madras Mac. We we sit here like we're judging him, but we are basically just like him. We're, yeah. We don't care either. Nope. Nope. Once we get that R and D budget up, we'll we'll figure it out. Until then, we'll figure it out. Until then, you're just gonna have to keep dealing with it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I genuinely would like to offer my condolences and apologies. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm saying that sincerely. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry about that everybody sorry uh <laughs> but yeah anyway i think that will uh pretty well do it for us so uh, any last words for you tonight save your money man hit up hit up mac save your money absolutely head to, yeah. head to gallery furniture that's it visit mattress mac if you got chopped right. and screwed by a competitor he's gonna take care of it <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, that's it for us, everybody. We'll talk next week. Thank you. Good night.